This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the VAIG tells the Veterans Health Administration to strengthen background checks to avoid hiring disqualified people. The Navy wants a 4.5% budget increase next year to $256 billion. And CISA is launching a new initiative to combat ransomware. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. A federal mediator says the Department of Veterans Affairs did not bargain in good faith with the largest federal employee union. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. An arbitrator with the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service finds the VA violated ground rules it established with the American Federation of Government Employees when they reopened contract negotiations. The arbitrator finds VA tried to negotiate over items outside the scope of a limited reopening of contract talks, such as terminating supplemental agreements reached with local union officials. The arbitrator orders the VA to issue a written notice acknowledging those unfair labor practices. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A watchdog report finds the Veterans Health Administration could do more to avoid hiring individuals barred from working in federal health care. VA's Inspector General finds VHA recently fired four employees in housekeeping, clerical, and support positions. Three of the former employees had their nursing licenses revoked or suspended. A fourth was convicted of health care fraud. VHA tells the IG office none of the former employees was engaged in patient health care. The IG recommends VHA take additional steps to avoid hiring individuals with these disqualifying records in the first place. The Navy's new budget request would be about a 4.5% boost compared to what Congress agreed to this year. The $256 billion budget prioritizes both new equipment and the operation and maintenance of the existing naval fleet. The department wants to increase its research and development by nearly a billion dollars and expand its skilled labor pool at public shipyards. As is the case across the Defense Department, the uniformed and civilian workforce would get a 5.2% pay raise. There's a new technology lead at a key State Department intelligence bureau. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The State Department's Bureau of Intelligence and Research is bringing in a new chief information officer from the intelligence community. Jimmy Hall joins INR as its new CIO after spending the last four plus years working for the Defense Security Service and then the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency. He replaces Dominic Cousat, who left in April to join the private sector. Previously, Hall served as acting CIO for DCSA and deputy CIO for DSS. Hall also served in the Army, rising to the rank of colonel and retiring after 30 years of service in 2017. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. As part of its effort to reduce the administrative burden on agencies, the Biden administration is proposing to eliminate, streamline, or reduce the frequency of 53 reports that Congress requires every year. Of those 53 reports, the White House is asking to eliminate 40 of them and reduce the frequency of seven others. 
The list includes seven reports from DHS, five from OMB, and five from HHS. The administration says agencies spend too much time, money, and energy in complying with outdated, redundant, and unnecessary requirements. That time, the White House says, could be better spent accomplishing high-value objectives. Each year, under the Government Performance and Results Act, or GPRA Modernization Act of 2010, the White House is required to propose to Congress for elimination a list of reports that are outdated or duplicative. Agencies get new FOIA guidance for Sunshine Week. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. The Justice Department is reminding agencies to make decisions about Freedom of Information Act requests with a presumption of openness. DOJ's Office of Information Policy issued the guidelines this week. It tells agencies to make FOIA decisions with an eye toward transparency, apply FOIA's foreseeable harm analysis on a case-by-case basis, and work cooperatively with record requesters. The Sunshine Week guidelines come after agencies received a record number of FOIA requests last year. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A software development program run by the Defense Information Systems Agency has so many users, DISA has to expand the program. Sharon Woods, director of DISA's Hosting and Compute Center, said Get.mil currently has 2,400 users and continues to grow. It offers Defense Department users a toolkit to develop software applications that can be turned into pilot programs. Several projects are in a pilot phase, and Wood says there's a backlog of people who want to do pilot testing. DISA plans to upgrade the program with more capabilities and more security. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is launching a new initiative to combat ransomware. CISA established the Ransomware Vulnerability Warning Pilot this week. It'll involve CISA scanning Internet-facing devices and warning critical infrastructure organizations about cyber vulnerabilities that could be exploited by ransomware gangs. The pilot project will be coordinated by the Joint Ransomware Task Force, which is required as part of the Cyber Incident Reporting for Critical Infrastructure Act of 2022. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, March 15, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. Oh,